Christianity isn't merely a religion. Now, how can I say that? How can I say that it isn't a religion? That's not what I said. I said it is not merely a religion. For authentic Christianity is a relationship that leads to a religious practice. Now, my name's Charles. Grab yourself some coffee and let's talk. And welcome to the Simple Not Shallow podcast, a podcast meant to help you steep in God's love, much like coffee steeps in a good French press, until your faith is just like that very good cup of coffee. Well, simple, strong, full of flavor, and richly satisfying. So let the steeping begin. Now, religion is a set of rules, sacred teachings, observances, rituals, all those things that must be done by the one who practices the religion. The emphasis is always on what that person must or must not do. Yeah, it's a bit basic, I admit, as far as definitions go, but it's more or less very accurate. See, while Christianity does have these things in it, these are not all of what is to be found in in Christianity. These are not even primary to the Christian faith. For Christianity is primarily a relationship with Christ, one which leads to a way of life, one from which all of a Christian's religious practices arise and are lived out. Yes, they expand from merely being about what happens in a church building into into being rather how the follower of Christ actually lives his life. And this comes from being in a vibrant and vital relationship with Jesus himself. See, in Christianity, this relationship is the thing. It is what drives everything else. To be a Christian means to be a follower of Christ, to be like Christ. And Jesus gave us many examples of what we can do, you know, if we are following him. And yet, if we are not careful we can lose sight of the foundation of all that he did, the reason he left those examples. See, we need to follow him in establishing this foundation for the following of these examples, or we are not truly, authentically, followers of him, as we are not fully following his example. Now, what is this basis? What is this foundation? It is that he remains in the Father's love and so follows all of the Father's commands. See, because of this, he is one with the Father. He passionately loves the Father, even as the Father loves him. And he asks that we, his followers, will also know and exhibit this love, becoming one with him and with the Father, even as they are one, even as they are united. This relationship is everything. See, without it, there is no Christianity, no matter what else the person does. Indeed, this was Jesus' main complaint against the very religious people of his day, the Pharisees. See, they did the religion very, very, very well. And yet, Jesus said they missed it. They were the blind leading the blind. You know, you might be saying, okay, I get it. What you're saying is all we need is the power of love, right? To simply sit around, sing kumbaya, 
maybe pass out a few flowers, give each other that little spiritual hug, and share a Coke and a smile. Everything will be okay, right? Yeah, well, not so much. For relationships can be very messy things, and true love often brings pain to the ones who love. See, we learned that in Gethsemane. Jesus was not at all excited about having to go to the cross. But love compelled him to do so, and so he went. See, love is not romantic mush, some poetic idea. And it's interesting, James warns us against thinking that this is what it is. He says that it is no good to see a brother or sister. By the way, those are very relational terms, don't you think? But anyway, it's no good to see them in need, you know, being without clothes or food for their day, and then get all mushy by saying, Kumbaya, brother, be well, be warm, be at peace, for God loves you. See, doing this is no good. It will not do. For while it may make you feel good about yourself, you know, for at least you care, it is only sentimental mush. It is not love. For love actually helps out, helps them get what they need. Indeed, if your faith does not lead you to do what you can, it is a dead faith. It is one that is not real. In truth, it is no faith at all. Oh, yeah. In fact, he shows us just how relationship-based Christianity truly is when he tells us what God considers to be pure and undefiled religion, which is to take care of the orphan and the widow in their times of distress. And he says that we are doing it right when we follow the royal law, which is to love our neighbor as ourselves. See, following the royal law, that sounds like a good way to do religion, doesn't it? To love. And to love, by definition, involves relationships. It is what matters. See, this royal law, which is love, is what leads to authentic Christian religious actions and authentic beliefs. See, Jesus even shares this when he shares that the two greatest commands ever given are the basis for all other teachings, laws, and commands that are found in Scripture. The commands to love God with our entire being and our neighbor as ourself. So, for religious practices to be authentically Christian, to be an authentic following of Jesus, they must be done from love. Paul even says this, that no matter what he does, if it is not from love, it is obnoxious and worthless. Now, before you ask, isn't doing stuff very important in the Christian faith? The answer is yes, it is, but why you are doing it is even more important. Remember the Pharisees I mentioned just a little bit ago? See, Jesus said something very surprising and quite interesting about them. He said that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now, when I first heard that, I had to wonder how hard it would be to have more righteousness than those legalistic whitewashed tombs, those who were blind leaders of the blind. Yeah, it couldn't be too hard, right? Now, here's the thing. They were very devoutly religious people and they were actively seeking to help others to be just as devoutly religious as they were. 
They were the ones that were getting the religion right. They were dotting all the I's. They were crossing all the T's. They were nailing that part of it. They were studying Scripture intently and still missing out on who Jesus, God himself, actually was. So, how could my righteousness be more than these very religious people, than that of these very religious people? Now, John says something very interesting about this. He basically equates belief with love. He says that if you believe Jesus, you love the Father, and so you love his children, our neighbors, as well. Now, isn't that rather profound? He even says that if we do not love, we do not know God, for God is love. See, we have to love in order to be authentically Christian. If we do not love, we are not Christian at all, for we do not know God. Again, how profoundly relational is that? See, Christianity is all about knowing God, which is to be loving God, which is to be loving our neighbor. Relationship is the basis for everything Christian. So, there you go. There you have it, and there it is. Now you know why Christianity is not merely a religion. It is more of a relationship and less of a religion. Yes, religion is involved. There are indeed things to do, things to avoid, things to believe and to disbelieve, to practice and to observe. And yet these things are always, always secondary to loving God first and then our neighbor as ourselves. We lose sight of this at our own peril. For to lose sight of this means to lose sight of our relationship with Christ. When this is done, that relationship suffers, and we are no longer in the midst of the abundance of life that Jesus came to give. So until next time, love simply, love wisely, and love well. And let Christ show you the abundance of life found in putting a relationship with Him in first place, while leaving religion profoundly in second place. See, that is where you will experience that French press style of faith, one that produces a faith that is simple, strong, full of flavor, and richly satisfying. One where you will enjoy the abundance of life Jesus came to give. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Do me a favor. Tell me what you think about this episode in the comments section for this episode. Simply go to simplenotshallow.com. From the drop-down menu bar, select the SNS podcast drop-down. Click on the words, choose the episode. Select this episode, which is number 24. And there you will not only find the show notes, but that comment box as well. And once there, feel free to do your thing. Also, please take time to rate this episode and to subscribe to this podcast through the podcast service of your choice. You know, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, whichever one you prefer. But that way, you can listen whenever, wherever, however you'd like to listen. Well, you could even take us to your favorite coffee shop. That way, we could enjoy a very good cup of French press together. Well... Sort of, you know, virtually speaking. Thank you again ever so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll catch up with you next time.